let's start here at the beginning of the story. I will distinctly remember sitting across from a friend and she was telling me about the multiple successes and decades of experience. And I'm telling you, this friend had done more in their respective career than many people in multiple lifetimes. I'm listening to my friend talk and listening to the stories and the successes. And at the end of what seems like a somewhat inspiring diatribe about success, this person lets me know that their biggest fear is coming to fruition. This person said, I'm afraid I'm losing my relevancy. I'm afraid I've become out of touch. And when I become out of touch with the people who I want to buy from my business, that is the first sign that my business is failing. (laughs) Dang. I sat there and I just really didn't know what to say because how do you respond? Like, no, no friend, you're totally relevant. I think in a way though, I've always believed that relevancy is a frame of mind. And we'll get to that in a second, but we'll start now the story with you. I have a question. Have you ever worried about staying relevant in your industry? I think perhaps maybe we've all struggled with it with different capacities. Sometimes as business owners, we get into routines of our content creation and our marketing and it's just, oh, this this is just the way we do it. And then we don't really consider changing it. But I think it's detrimental to our business, even if doing what has worked in the past feels safe. In fact, I'm going to argue that it's detrimental because it feels safe. When you begin feeling safe in what it is you're doing, that is the first sign that things need to change. A couple weeks ago, I recorded another podcast episode about how if you're not innovating, you're not just standing still, you're sliding backwards. Business and marketing and algorithms and technology and all that stuff, everything is always changing. And if you're not anticipating those changes, if you're not riding those waves, well, then you can't be surprised if a wave comes down and crashes into you and knocks you down and you're gasping for air because you just weren't what? Paying attention to how things were changing. And I get it. Whenever I talk about these things, it becomes a little bit intimidating. But I should also know that I'm going to speak my truth. In order to stay relevant and continue making the max amount of sales for your business, you need to embrace the next big thing. And then the minute that you embrace the next big thing, you're going to gain courage by doing the next big thing. I can't tell you how many business owners I've seen and I've heard and I've known who know what they need to do to stay relevant with what they're doing and creating. And yet they don't because it requires either more time or more money or more innovation. But friend, it is the doing And it is the messy, sucky, scrappy middle where you're like, I'm not sure if what I'm doing is right. That's what actually brings out the next big step. I'm going to go off my notes here for a second because I do have notes and I want to stay on track, but I also don't think that I can talk about being relevant and making changes and doing action without talking about what's going on virtually in real time. So I work with a videographer and we have a video team and it's been a long time coming. I should actually let you know that I met my videographer in an alley in Venice Beach, California. And like, 
No, that's not a euphemism for anything else. It's like we literally met in an alley. It was a videographer on Craigslist and somebody had come over and was doing an interview and they said, Jasmine, I want to meet with you in Venice and I want to do this interview with you. And so I drove down to Venice and the person was like, meet us in an alley. And so then I saw this girl who I'd only met online at the time it was Snapchat. So we met on Snapchat and she's from Australia and she was doing these interviews and she's like, come to Venice beach. And I said, okay. And so I went to Venice beach and there she is standing in an alley with this guy and we meet and I was kind of like, nice to meet you. And we got chatting and I'm like, are you local? And he's like, yeah, I'm in a place called Anaheim. And I'm like, bro, you're OC, let's connect. That was the start of what has now turned into a five-year relationship. And the complexities of what I do with video have expanded and the video team has expanded. But as we were recording, like three weeks ago, four weeks ago at the time of this recording, I sat down at lunch and I said, something needs to change with our videos. Like we've been doing too much of the same thing. And, and now that I look back at it, I know exactly what had happened. So we were doing new things and we were trying different ways with our videos and what we were, we were recording what we called like rogue videos. Like, let's just talk and walk. Like, let's just go out for coffee. Like, let's do stuff out and let's talk about business. And I was having a lot of fun creating them. And then when 2020 hit, especially in those like early months of not knowing what was going on, I didn't work with a video team at all. And then all of a sudden, around three, four months of us not creating content, I was like, we have to figure out a way to do this. So we were wearing masks and we were in like a, a bigger area and we were relegated to stay inside. And what happened was if we were relegated to stay inside, we started creating videos on on the back of scripts. And so I was recording from scripts and I was doing the best I could with what I had. And so I was pivoting and I was learning how to still create with really confined parameters. And then all of a sudden we did that in 2022 and we stuck with it for 2021. And here we are in 2022 and I'm like, it's done. It's boring. I'm not getting views anymore. Like the landscape of video has changed. And so I'm so proud of the way that the team had rallied because we're like, you're right. We have to do stuff that's completely different now. The editing has changed. The way that we're creating content has changed. I want to get the videos to look uglier and scrappier. I don't need studio lighting. Like, let's get in the car. Let's do something. Let's add emojis. Let's add GIFs. Let's start testing YouTube shorts. I mean, this goes back to what this conversation is. is like having the courage to realize that like, the content you're not creating, just like the content I was not creating was relevant. Like the content that I was trying to create wasn't relevant. That's my dang point. And it takes a lot of courage to say that. But furthermore, it takes a lot of courage to say that to somebody who's helping you create that content. And so that's where I'm going to start this conversation. That's just it. That's where your courage and your confidence will blossom by admitting that what you're doing isn't working the way it once did. It is okay to process, plan, and consider before taking action. But if you spend more time thinking than doing, well, you're holding yourself back. It's never too late to learn something new or jump on a trend. You might tell yourself a story, for example. Like I hear business owners saying like, oh, reels are old news or reels don't work for me. Reels are not as relevant. But at the time of this recording, I'm just going to look across at you and say, you'd be lying to yourself. And because of that false narrative, you'd be holding yourself back in your business. Now, it's not, I'm not being an advocate for reels. 
what I want you to hear me clearly say is I'm an advocate to do whatever is new. I am an advocate for doing whatever is getting the most attention. I am an advocate for getting whatever the most engagement is. Like at the time of this recording, it's reels. Next week, it could be something else. But the main idea is to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Rather than sweating the small details, embrace the unknown and be at the forefront of trying something new, learning as you go and growing your business. I am telling you, this is the very thing that will help you stick out. So this might sound totally cheesy, but make a note of the date and time and mark today on your calendar as the day you chose courage over fear, action over inaction and growth over stagnancy stagnancy. I can't say that word. Growth over being stagnant, y'all. In fact, if you want up level, so find the date on your calendar and then set a calendar reminder for a year from now. On this very date that you're listening to the podcast, in a year, make a calendar reminder at 8 a.m. in the morning and the note, what you're going to title this is This time last year, I chose courage over fear and I did and then you fill in the blank. What did you do? And I promise you, you're going to forget about that calendar reminder. And in one year, you're going to get a reminder that said, this time last year, I chose courage over fear and I did. What did you do? Run a marathon? Change the way you ate? Lost 10 pounds? Started a business? Got more active on social media? Started a video series? Whatever it is. And then you will hold yourself accountable. Now, I believe that you are here for a reason and I want you to be proud for how far you come because you, much like me, feel like, yeah, we've made progress, but we're nowhere near where we want to be. We're nowhere near where we should. Okay, fine. But acknowledge where you are currently without judgment, knowing that tomorrow you'll be one courageous step forward to where you want to be. So, mm. You're like, that was a great podcast, Jasmine. I'm done. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) If you're ready to take action, I'm here to help. I want to give you three ways to stay ahead of the curve in your marketing to ensure you're keeping up with your industry peers and creating content that is relevant, relatable, and searchable. Y'all, you know, you know, if there was one thing that I do, I just like to take action. Remember three things, starting with number one, anticipate your ideal client's questions. The first way to stay ahead of the curve in your marketing is to be constantly tuning in to what your ideal client is thinking and feeling and anticipating their questions as it relates to what you do. Now, this can look like answering FAQs in blog posts. It could be creating a reel of your most asked question. It could be making resources for your clients or customers to use when they're purchasing your product or service, like make it easier. And it doesn't have to be complicated. You just need to ask yourself, what does my ideal client need to read, hear, or watch from me? What will help them in their journey? Are they wondering about something in my industry that my peers aren't telling them? Ooh, friends, let me tell you, when you break the news, when you educate, when you demystify, boom, you are building trust. So once you know the answers to questions like this, not only Have you struck content gold in that creation process, but you're also well on your way to being ahead of your competition in your marketing efforts? Number two, use relevant hashtags and keywords. Did you know your Instagram captions are now searchable? This is like another way for the right person to discover you. 
Like, I want to make sure that what you heard is, yes, hashtags are still going to be important, but your captions, what you are writing are going to be searchable. Friends, this is a massive change. So think about this. Whereas Instagram before didn't have SEO, search engine optimization, Instagram is essentially making their own version of SEO, which is why, y'all, I it is so important to be writing captions that actually convey and convert and build engagement. So the strategy for hashtags and caption keywords is the same. I want you using hashtags and keywords that would attract a dream customer, but contextualized to what you're sharing. For example, if you share a photo of waves crashing along the shore, and let's say you're a therapist, please don't use the hashtag like hashtag beach or hashtag ocean. (laughs) Please don't do that. Instead, contextualize the photo for your ideal client and business. Instead, you might reference how your coaching can calm the storm that exists in their life by using hashtag grief counseling or hashtag marriage therapist to talk about how the waves relate to your business. Mm. So within the caption, you might use the same phrases, but expound on the benefits of your services. Come on. Come on, y'all. Come on. This is where we're connecting the dots. So let's dive into number three. Stay on top of trending real audios. Okay, so this is, I've saved the best for last. This is gonna be one of the best ways to stay ahead of the curve in your marketing in 2022. And that's to stay on top of trending real audios. Like, so to do this, as you create a reel, simply click on the audio icon, then click on the see more next to trending songs. Trending songs allow others to come across your content when they are looking at reels who have used the same audio. It's one way to work smarter, not harder. Plus, it is a great way to get discovered because as more and more creators are using the same audio you did, the more your reel will show up on Discover pages. Now, of course, with that last point, I understand I'm adding one more thing for you to do, right? Like find a trending audio, let's make reels. Okay, but I'm also not one to tell you what to do without giving you a resource to make it easier. That's why in Social Curator, we research trending real audio for you. Mm-hmm. In our private community every week, we tell you what songs are coming up on the horizon to help you get discovered and make sales like Nicole. Nicole is a jewelry designer and she wrote a comment that said, I did a reel with the trending audio you shared in Social Curator. The next day, the set on the reel was sold. $155 sale from just one client using one reel on Instagram. Mm. Way to go, Nicole. And Nicole's earrings are so fly. They're beautiful. They're pastel. They're ceramic. Amazing. And $155 because she did a reel. And that was just the start of that particular journey. Okay. So in addition to putting out those trending reels, we provide step-by-step tutorials to help you hit record. And then we encourage our community of business owners in hundreds of different industries to help out with real ideas. In fact, Social Curator user Katie got her first sale off one of her reels. So Katie is a copywriter. She said, I got my very first sale off the back of this reel. They watched it. They signed up for my free masterclass where I pitched my offer and they bought. 
Mm. Y'all, there is no better time to join a community of like-minded dreamers and hustlers who are taking action in their businesses. So you can head on over to socialcurator.com forward slash join to start your subscription today. Right now, we're offering 50% off your first month or $100 off your first year, but this sale expires this Friday, April 29th at 5 p.m. We have never done this before, y'all. You know how I said, like we have to innovate, we have to try new things, we have to be ready. Relevant. Well, this is us trying new things and being relevant. Y'all, $25 for your first month at Social Curator. Come in, get the goods. So click on the link in the episode description or head over to socialcurator.com and take advantage of this sale to help you get ahead of the curve in your marketing with our resources that have helped thousands of business owners. Until then, I'll see you on the inside of the private community. 